Welcome to Empath, conversations and intentions around meaningful marketing for soulful, sensitive, empathic entrepreneurs. Join me, the feral writer, to talk with truth and texture about creativity from the heart space, marketing with meaning and emotion. This is Empath. Welcome to Empath, the creative mother. How to balance motherhood and business. I'm going to start by saying that actually the concept of balance is a really tricky one for me because I don't believe in balance so much. I don't feel like it is very balanced. And that actually the truth is quite often motherhood is walking a tightrope and trying to have your shit together when you just don't. Adding a creative business into that can be really challenging. Adding any business into that can be challenging. But I think that being creative, you need the space and the time and the energy in your well to dig down deep and bring out magic. And when you're tired and depleted and your child's had their 20th tantrum because you didn't have the red grapes, you got the green grapes or whatever, it can be really challenging to show up for yourself and your creativity and nurture your creativity. I think it's hard for everyone to be creative and there's definitely a lot to be said for how we honour our creative tides. But what I would say about motherhood is you're essentially swimming against a very strong current with a weight on your back and that weight is your child. And I don't mean to say that your child is a burden, but you're thinking about another body, you're thinking about another mouth to feed, you're thinking about another set of needs that are more important than yours. And for me, up until the fact I had, a, I had my daughters, I was living a very creative life and my business was my baby. So it was a bit of a shock when I had daughter number one and I found myself at the time managing my agency. And I say managing very lightly. The agency I felt was sinking because I was on maternity and I wasn't coping and I was needed there. I was needed there and I also had a very colicky child and I was needed with her. And I just moved house into a house that was um, out in the middle of nowhere. So I'm stuck out in the sticks with a child that desperately needs me a newborn child and I can't travel because I've just had a cesarean section and my business was floundering and I was trying to do all of the things and I remember actually seeing the um, health visitor who came to my house for the regular check and I said I think I've got postnatal depression I'm not I'm not coping and she said you don't have postnatal depression you're just trying to run a business and do it all and you're exhausted and she was right. And things got better after that, you know. I closed my agency, actually. Not because I'd had a child, but definitely definitely influenced by having a child. Not because I thought I can't do it all, but because I, because I ended up with the same amount of work as a, as a freelancer on my own. But because I think I looked at my daughter and thought, what do I want to show her? What do I want to teach her? And I was so deeply unhappy at my agency. I was doing all of the things that you should do on paper and yet I had no purpose and my heart wasn't in it and it took having her to really make me realise and act as a catalyst for getting my creativity back. Even when I then went on to work for myself, it was still a challenge. Juggling my creativity, juggling having the girls, I was not sleeping a lot, I was constantly... Like, I didn't know what time it was. You know, you're just living in a cycle of 
breastfeeding and napping and doing the walk and jiggling. I'd find myself in the supermarket jiggling even when I didn't have a child. And for the first few years, you're not really separate from your child. You have no space and you have no real identity of your own. You kind of lose it a little bit. And now I'm a few years down the line. Both my girls are at school and there's different challenges. Yes, I get Monday to Friday, nine till three. I have for myself and I get a lot more done than I did when they were newborn. But also there's different challenges and I'm needed for different things. And they don't want to hold me every five seconds like they did when they were three months old. But they're discovering their identities and learning about themselves and asking a lot of questions and they still need a lot of support and nurturing and they're the number one priority. So for me, I've had to work out how to still prioritize my business and my creativity, but looking after them at the same time and making sure they come first. So today I thought I would put together my 10 tips on how I juggle, balance, manage, survive, call it what you like motherhood and my creative business at the same time. My advice might not be the right advice for you, but it might create some thoughts in you. It might instigate something, might help you instigate something to change or to implement in your life. So number one, I called Remember the Rose. When I worked in hotels, there was a man that came in called Mr. Rose. He came in to either dine with a female friend or alone every single day. And he told us one day that his wife had died when they were in their 50s. He had worked every single day and so had she, so they could retire early. He'd pushed it really hard, she pushed it really hard. They didn't go on holidays, they had no life, they just pushed it and pushed it. And then they hit their mid-50s and they did it. And literally the same week she died. She died um, the same week that they retired. So he got his early retirement, but then obviously he lost the love of his life. And that's really bittersweet and really sad, but I never forgot him telling me that. And it's been about 20 years since he told me that. And I always think of him because I think he then came in every day for the rest of his life to dine in the hotel. And, you know, he used to say, make the most of your life. Live in the now. Do not wait for a future that isn't guaranteed. And I love that. And I try to remember that. So I always think, don't work, work, work for one day when, for someday. Because that someday might never come. And for me, I want to work today as if it's the last day. So that means being present with my children every day and giving my business the the focus it needs every day, but the business isn't everything. I want to nurture my creativity because it's good for me and it's part of my identity, but the business isn't the be-all and end-all. My family is, and so I always remember that. I actually read a book a few years ago called the monk who sold his Ferrari. It's a really sort of like nice, positive, uplifting book about life philosophy. And I remember there's an episode in there that I've forgotten what it's called, but it's also called something about the rose. So journey of the rose or something like that. That's definitely not right, but something along those lines. And it's an exercise where you stare at a rose and you look at it and you immerse yourself in the moment and you're just present and you don't think about anything but that rose. I have a very special rose in my house that um, is my favourite possession. It's a special rose and my dog's ashes are buried in there. And I went and practised this where I just stare at his rose and take it in and smell the rose and I close out everything else. It's like a form of meditation. And I love to do that even now. And that's what I advise you guys do. Stay in the present. Stop thinking about the business five years down the line or your children five years down the line because 
when they're in trouble and it's hard work and you're tired and you're exhausted, I promise you, you won't get this time back. And everyone says it, but it's so true. And even though it's hard in those moments, those are the most magical moments and you'll never forget them. So just live in the present, even when it's challenging. Number two is to make time for your children. Make time for your children today. It's not forever. They are going to grow up and you will still have your business or maybe a different business, but you will still have your creativity because it's intrinsic. So make time for your children every day if you can, even just for a short amount of time. Because I think it's so easy to sacrifice that time because it feels superficial and it feels frivolous. It feels frivolous to dance around the lounge with my children very loudly to a Kiss album and just have fun with them and eat ice pops. It feels much more useful for me to plan something for my membership. But what I've learned is that there's time for everything, but don't sacrifice your time with your children. And know that you can spend a bit less time. You can go hard on your business later in the future if you want to, but you won't get this time back with your children. Number three is to be flexible and adaptable. I have a schedule which is available in my membership. I've called it Your Soulful Schedule, and it's a bonus that members get, which helps them plan their own schedule in a similar way to mine to manage their time. And I make time in that schedule for flexibility. So there's space in there, there's free space, and it's designed so there's buffers in it in case any children are sick or any teachers go on strike. So it's about having a schedule that's flexible and adaptable and not, not timing it to the minute and making it too rigid for yourself. Number four is to segment your time and to time block. So to put your time into little boxes, and I actually colour my boxes in. So marketing time, content creation time, content planning time, social media time, live session time, etc, etc, according to what blocks you need. You don't need big blocks. You can actually do a lot in 10 minutes. But I'm very mindful about what I'm doing when and making sure I'm not scrolling the internet or, you know, sinking my time on Instagram. It has to be mindful. Otherwise, you know, when you've got children, you do have less time because you suddenly have to be very efficient with your time. I honestly don't know where my time went before I had my daughters. Number five is to work your day around your children. I don't work from 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. because I do the school run. I pick them up. I spend time with them. I talk with them, have fun with them, make dinner, bath, bed read books, you name it. And that time you're really important to unwind and talk about our days together. I'm happy to work 8pm onwards and I quite often do. I'm happy to work 6am and I quite often do because you, you kind of have to ditch the 9 to 5 mentality. I mean, I think creative businesses ditch that anyway, but when you're a working mother, you know, you have to kind of get around that and work when you can. And that might mean taking snippets and nap times or, you know, I read once that J.K. Rowling wrote the whole of Harry Potter while her daughter napped in little snippets. You can actually do a lot if you spend time proactively and consciously. Number six is to not be hard on yourself. To be realistic with your goals and don't try and do all of it. Remember, you're in a season of your life now that is different, that involves maybe slowing down and focusing on nurturing and being a mother rather than focusing on your business. Your business no longer gets top priority, for now at least. So. It's about owning that and being happy with that and being comfortable with that and thinking, this is where I am and I'm not going to be hard on myself. It's better to do something than nothing. Number seven ties into that. And it's basically don't forget you. You know, you're going to burn out if you try to do everything for everybody else. If I spend all my time doing stuff for my husband, my children, my clients, the membership, 
I'll, there'll be nothing left for me. And I try and make sure I fill myself up every single day. And that might be reading a book or lighting a candle or going for a walk, a long dog walk or going for a sea swim. It can be something different, but it's making sure that I'm a person because when I invest in myself, that's when I get the most out of myself as a creative. And that's when my daughters get the most out of their mother. Otherwise, you do. You get resentful and you start to feel like, you know, you do everything for everybody else and it's this whole mental load. You're just just a mum, just a worker, just, you know, you're always on that treadmill. So definitely get off the treadmill. Putting 10 minutes into yourself every day will pay dividends. Number eight is guest support. Who can help you? Who can you call upon in your coterie to support you? This is so, so crucial. And, you know, it's very easy for someone to tell you that on a podcast. But let me, let me share with you that we don't have a great support network. You know, we don't have a lot of childcare support. We're very lucky that my husband's parents, they're really amazing. And, and you know, we can, we can call on them. We try not to call on them too much because uh, they're a bit older. But we don't have a lot of support and most of my close friends either live away or don't have children and don't quite have the same situation so I don't feel like I can call on them. So we've really struggled quite a bit for childcare support. But luckily we just try and tag each other in and we manage it as best as we can and we beg, borrow and steal favours with playdates. Um, shout out to Anna who is, who's taken my daughter from many playdates to help me survive and Lucy, my friend, has seen me before in tears and taken the girls and said go and do what you need to do and come back I've got this those moments are priceless to me get the right people surrounding you and it's worth its weight in gold number nine is to set boundaries you work when you work you home when you're home try not to get work creep where your work slowly comes into the kitchen and then the next thing you know you're texting someone for work while you're hugging your daughter at the same time and talking to her about her day Try to manage it so that you are saying no to clients, letting them know and being really clear about when your working hours are and being clear with yourself. Because what I've learned is that we can say we're about boundaries with clients, but I think the boundaries really have to be set first at home with yourself and your own heart. The problem is we love our jobs and loving your work makes it even harder to set boundaries because you don't want to let a client down or you love it or you want to work till midnight because you love working so much. So it's making sure you're putting those boundaries in place to protect your energy now because it's a marathon, not a sprint. And then last of all, number 10 is to give yourself time. You know, it doesn't have to all be done now. You've got time to grow, to think about it, to spend time on it. Rome wasn't built in a day. Your business wasn't built in a day. And the time kind of goes faster than you think with your children. So allow yourself the space and time. If you say, oh, I want to create a course within the year, be kind to yourself and say, maybe I'll do it in two years. Maybe I'll do it in two and a half years. Don't put pressure on yourself when you're learning how to parent alongside running the business because parenting is a whole thing of itself. It's like another language that you've got to learn. Every time I think I've nailed it, Something else happens and there's a new module and I realise that motherhood is an, an ongoing, everlasting lesson and a curve that every time I think I've got round the curve, there's another one. You know, there's another corner to get around because there's more and more to learn. So keep the balance, uh, even though balance I think is a bit of a myth word, but keep yourself between those, those states so you can say, I'm a mother, I'm a creative, I'm a woman, I'm a person. And I have to honour all these parts of me, even if they only get a little bit each week. I have to make sure that I'm making space for all of it. And don't be hard on yourself. You know, 
don't be hard on yourself. The most important thing is what you're showing your child. What are you showing your children? For me, I really wanted to show them that I wasn't a workaholic. I wasn't burnt out. That I wasn't broken. I was all of these things when I became a mother. I was really a workaholic and I had no life. And I remember having an argument with my husband one night. And I said to him, you don't get it. You don't understand my life. And he said, I wouldn't want your life. Your life is hell. And, um, and I was so taken back. And now many years on, looking back in hindsight, I can kind of see what he meant. Because I was a slave to my business. And your business should be serving you, not the other way around. It's there to encourage you, uplift you, delight you, illuminate you, and show you what really matters and provide the life that you want for you and your children. So remember that showing them what you want and creating future for them and the future that you want is the most important thing of all. You're in charge of your business, not the other way around. There's some food for thought, but I would love to know what you think about this topic. It's such an emotive, difficult topic, so easy to talk about, but I want you to know I'm not an expert. I've made a lot of mistakes and I'm talking from a place of someone that's made a lot of mistakes as a mother and as a creative business owner. There are things I regret. There are things I would do differently, but it's something that I'm always open to talk about because I think that by sharing our stories, we can encourage one another and show a different way of doing things. One where we can do it all just in bits and over a longer period of time and without the pressure. I'd like to finish the session by asking you to set an intention. And I invite you today to set an intention around what does it look like to be a mother and be a creative? How do these two roles become one as part of my identity? And I'd like you to just think about that and maybe spend some time journaling and asking yourself what it means to be a creative mother. And how are you, how are you living with that? How are you, are you dividing it and saying I'm creative and this is me as a creative and I'm a mother? Or are you embracing it holistically and saying oh, I bring all these faces to the table, I bring all of this to the table and this is what it means? I would love to know. Please feel free to contact me. You can find me on Instagram at The Feral Writer and I would love to hear your thoughts and feedback on this. And in the meantime, remember that whatever you do, all you've got to be is true. Thank you for listening to Empath, the podcast for meaningful marketing for soulful creatives. If you want more from me, head to my website, jesscollins.co.uk, and check out my membership community, Empress, where you will find a community of heart-centered creatives, the Empress Practice, my signature seven chapters of soulful marketing, and weekly live sessions, from soul goal setting to journaling and personal access to me. The doors are currently open. Be sure to message me on Instagram at The Feral Writer to let me know how you found this episode. Take care, and I'll be back next week.